This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. We all encounter people that we are naturally inclined to like, and then we also encounter people we are naturally disinclined to like, or maybe we should say we're inclined to disliking. We encounter these types of people all throughout our day. And, and really, we encounter, it's not just people, but we encounter these circumstances as well. So there are certain events, certain things that happen in our lives that we are very quick to call good things. And these are the things we want in our life. These are the things that make us happy and bring pleasure and bring satisfaction. And then there are the things that we call bad things, the things that stress us out, the things that uh, bring down our mood, that may make us sad or sorrowful. And again, we have this tendency to label. We want to say, this is a good person, this is a bad person, or this is a nice person and this is a mean person, or looking at circumstances, this is a good circumstance and this is bad. But is that really true? Are these categories objective or are they subjective in our own minds? What I want to discuss with you today and submit for you to evaluate for yourself is whether or not enemies actually exist whether or not circumstances are actually objectively bad or that they have to be bad, that we have to label them that way. You know, it's a really funny thing, but if you go on Google, there are people who tell stories of being diagnosed with cancer. And while many of those stories are very sad and sorrowful, some stories are quite extraordinary, extraordinary, right? They are somewhat above and beyond the, the ordinary. So you have some people who say that being diagnosed with cancer was the best thing that ever happened to them. Have you, have you heard any of those types of stories? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a very strange thing because we're prone to say, I mean, cancer is Pretty much, I think universally, pretty much, most people would say it's the worst diagnosis you can get for your health, right? Um, I mean, I mean, just about. I think most people would say that. If not, they would certainly rank it. it it's high up there. It's a bad diagnosis, we would say. But for some people, good has blossomed and, and has sprung from that bad circumstance. Now. I used to say that, you know, God can use uh, the bad circumstances to produce good. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I used to think, I mean, if not God, then the universe, right? The universe can take that bad thing. And if you're believing, if you're hoping, if you're trusting, it, it, good can come out of it, but never to call that circumstance itself good. Uh, I'm coming to question that, and it's it's a very weird place to be, but I hope you'll stick with me, because I am starting to believe that there really are no enemies, uh, that we don't have any enemies in life, people who oppose us, uh, people who even try to sabotage us, they're not necessarily our enemies. And, and here's what's brought me to this conclusion. Those are the people that I've learned the most from. Isn't this true that those people who are like out to get you, who are all up in your business, who are like always trying to ruin your day, aren't those the people that have taught you 
the most when it comes to how to conduct yourself, maybe when it comes to how to deal with people in, in, a, in a tactful, graceful manner. Outside of those difficult people, you would never have been put in a position to where you had to rise to the occasion and learn these things and do these things. Isn't that true? And in the same way, when we get a bad health diagnosis, it's those times that we have the opportunity to rise. Now, not everyone does, but it certainly provides the opportunity. There was a uh, a reformed uh, pastor and theologian who said, isn't suffering a beautiful hermeneutic? or hermeneutic, I can't remember how he phrased it, a hermeneutic device or something like that. And so hermeneutics is the interpretation of scripture and interpreting scripture in the Bible. And, um, you know, his point was that when people begin to suffer, they begin to understand the Bible a little better, right? Because if, if you've ever opened up the book, it's a book about people who suffered, right? Most religious texts are. And uh, of course, in the Christian faith, you know, Jesus suffers in the ultimate way, right? He suffers the most. And so by suffering, you come to understand the pinnacle of the faith, which is Christ and his suffering. I thought, that's a really powerful concept. And I think it's very true. Suffering is a beautiful device, we'll say, not just for understanding the Bible, but for understanding life. It is, it's the times when we struggle and go through hardships that we're not only tested to see what we're made of, but we have the opportunity to rise and become more. And so if we were never put in those situations or if we never encountered those people, those quote-unquote enemies, we would never have the opportunity to actually rise and achieve certain beneficial things, certain good things. So could it be that those things are actually good? I will never forget years ago... Um, I was in a very dark place in my life. I was struggling with anxiety and panic attacks. And uh, I, I was just really struggling this one day so much that I couldn't go to work. And so I had to call in sick and I was sick with anxiety. I was truly sick, but it was sick with anxiety, which always made me feel really bad, right? It wasn't like I had the flu or a stomach virus, but it felt like something in my mind that was holding me back and holding me down, which... Um, by the way, if you ever encounter anybody who's struggling with depression or anxiety, um, it, it is just as real as having any of those things I mentioned, the flu or a stomach virus or a cold or whatever, it can knock you down. And I just remember on this day when I had to call in sick because I couldn't even bring myself to get in my car to drive up there. I used to get horrible panic attacks, especially on the highway. And so that was one of the worst places for me. And so I often dreaded going to work. Um, I had a pretty lengthy commute and a lot of highway transitions as well. So I kind of had to go through the heart of Dallas um, to get where I needed to go for my job. And it brought me a lot of stress. And so I couldn't go this one day. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And, um, and so I remember I was listening to the radio and um, a really powerful song was on. Uh, I believe it's called Blessings by Laura Story. And um, you know what? I have the power of the internet at my fingertips. So I want to look up these lyrics. I wasn't planning on um, I wasn't planning on reading this to you all. But um, <laughs> um, 
It says, what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? What if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise? And guys, that just about brings tears to my eyes now because I remember that day listening to this song and it hit me, like the fullness of this hit me, that these bad things and these struggles, they were somehow blessings in disguise. And I don't believe, now this is my opinion, obviously, (laughs) this whole podcast is my opinion, but I don't think this is just putting a positive spin on something. I think that there's real truth here, that often our greatest blessings do come to us in disguise, that often the people that we dislike the most are the people that will form us and shape us and will bless us in so doing, in that they have given us an opportunity to become more, to become better, to become stronger, and to become wiser. So rather than looking at those things that have happened to us as bad, maybe we can look at them as good. And I'll say this, if you're not able to bring yourself to do that, I understand. I am only now at a place in my life where I'm even toying with this idea. So you don't have to go this far. If you're struggling to actually call those things good, I get it. So call them bad, but believe that they can have good results and good outcomes for you in your life. Because that in and of itself is a huge mindset shift when you begin to look at these bad things, these harmful things that are, that are happening to you as having beneficial, good, positive results. So you go, okay, yeah, it was a bad thing and let's not call that good what happened. But it has a good result. It gets a good result in my life if I'll take it, if I'll use it, if I'll learn from it and grow with it. So just a little bit of um, speculation today and something that I'd like for you to consider because I'm at a place in my life right now that I really don't like. If you listened a couple podcasts ago, I was in my dark place. I invited you in. I mean, I am at a place in my life where I am not where I want to be. And yet, where I'm at right now, there are some really good things about where I'm at. I, for one, am having to budget my time like I've not had to budget my time in a long time, maybe ever in my life. I'm at a place now where, you know, I'm a husband. I've been a husband for more than 10 years now. We had our anniversary last week. I'm a father of one beautiful 20-month-old little boy and another little boy on the way, okay? So uh, I'm also a busy public high school science teacher, full-time, okay? I start my mornings now. I get up at 5 a.m. I do my yoga routine. I write for an hour, so I'm doing some creative writing. I'm trying to get my first novel self-published, okay? I do this podcast. I work my online business, all while trying to take care of myself and maintain my sanity, (laughs) right? So there's a lot on my plate right now, and I'm thankful, I am grateful that I have all of this going on um, so that I have to budget my time very wisely because it's teaching me diligence and patience and perseverance. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. 
but I see the good in it. And if there's that much good in it, is it really a bad thing? Or could it actually be a good thing? And if I align myself with this new perspective, could that be such a mindset shift that I could totally alter my way of being, that I can alter my perception of reality or alter my reality to live more peacefully, filled with more joy, more excitement and happiness. Is that possible? I'm believing that it is. So I submit all of this to you for uh, for your, uh, uh, not approval, but I submit this to you um, uh, for, for you to speculate and for, and, for, and for you to review and see if it, you know, smacks of truth um, to you. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, throw it away, <laughs> you know, right out the window, move on, listen to another podcast, mine or somebody else's and find something that, that works for you, okay? But as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I appreciate it so much. If you haven't yet subscribed to the Dude Fuel podcast, I hope you will do that. And I look forward to sharing another message with you tomorrow, assuming that I am graced with another day on this beautiful planet. And I hope you are as well. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Um, Thanks again for listening. I'll talk more with you tomorrow.